Good evening, everybody. It is Friday night. We're back here at Studio A. And it's been a good week. It's been a good week. A little bit of a short week. Just just slightly shorter. But I think that we've done some... We had a lot of great times. And we did some heavy lifting, too. So I'm going to be uh, mixing it up tonight. We have plenty of interesting things to get around to on this fifth day of... January 2024. Tomorrow is going to be a pretty big day over here. No, no, it's not the anniversary of the Bay of Pigs. Uh, We are doing a big technology upgrade day over at the studio starting early in the morning. And we will see... um, We'll see what kind of success we have. We'll see what kind of success we have. And it's going to be an ongoing thing. When we come back on the other side of the weekend, things behind me are going to look a little bit different. They will change. They will fill in. We have plans, but things are not coming in as uh, quickly as as we like. But all the essentials are here to make some pretty big um, upgrades and to consolidate a lot of stuff over here. So maybe that'll uh, maybe that'll take care of some of the bad technological juju we have flowing through the studio's veins. So that's what we have going on over the weekend. And tonight we have Matt in studio. Matt, how you feeling? Hello, Francis. People were very, very happy to hear that you were in good spirits today. I tweeted out the picture that you sent us this morning. Um, obviously, it's uh, it, it was it's uh, something we've seen before with you. Here it is, right there. There's Matt. He sent us a a very advanced picture from the future. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, for those of you asking, Matt is doing fine, and he is in good spirits. And you, look, you know, what kind of a face are you making there? That's uh, a face we used to make back in middle school because there's another kid that uh, two brothers, they both had the same twitch, and whenever they would twitch, they. Right. I, their I, upper lip would. I know who you're talking about. I know, I, know the, I know the twins. I know the twins you're talking about. Are they still around here? Or they move away. I haven't one seen One moved away, but one still lives here. How did twins stay apart? Then again, the Zells stay apart. Frank and Jim Zell, who were on the show last night. And after the show last night, I said that we were going to premiere the uh, first episode of three installations that they did with uh, True Crime Garage TV about their uh, 27 years of investigative uh, work around the John JonBenet Ramsey case. Well, we did the entire three episodes last night, and I listened to 97% of it. It was... Uh, it was pretty harrowing, but absolutely incredible and uh, and pretty pivotal. I think everybody should know about it. It's crazy. The first episode was crazy just in examining all of the cases that really just set up the backdrop that was Colorado, Boulder, Colorado, the town, the people there, the organizations, the churches, the police, everything. I mean, every, it, was, it was pretty incredible. So if you watched it last night, it was uh, it was well well attended, but you can always go and watch that on demand. And uh, the Zells can get you the link, so just uh, tweet at them. They're all tagged in last night's episode. All right, so Matt is here. He's back from the future. And uh, we are back to full strength. Now, I got a couple of things I want to say. First thing first is it's... Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a talk about uh, Cat Williams tonight. I got to watch his sit-down uh, what that he had with Shannon Sharp on, I forget what it's called, Shay Shay Corn. Either way, I didn't even know that Shannon Sharp had his own 
show, but they this was a great thing to watch, and I got a couple of timestamps, so we're not going to, obviously, it's two and a half, two hours and 45 minutes. I'm going to be airing that after this show concludes on quite frankly.tv along with a kid notorious <clears throat> marathon. You remember Kid Notorious? No, what the hell is that? It was like one season I think on Comedy Central years ago. It's about Robert Evans, the uh, the guy from Paramount uh, Pictures who you know pretty much saved the company and he was behind God the Godfather and all that stuff. He's notorious ladies oh, man I think and all I that. I did see that. Well, he just died a couple of years ago. Well, I, I, I wondered about that maybe like last year. I said, you know, does anybody have Kid Notorious? I found every episode except one. And we're going to have, I'm going to just play all eight episodes that I have tonight in the, um, as a little bit of a marathon. So that'll go throughout the evening uh, along with the, the full Cat Williams thing that we'll get around to in just a second. But thank you to Blue Monster Prep and to all my wonderful affiliates that have have really been doing so right by this audience. I'm always getting people emailing me and texting me about how they're getting handwritten notes from one person or another, that they're on the phone with sponsors, that they're on the phone with, and and, and they're being given incredible value and incredible help and, and uh, everything that they want and more. So thank you, and go and check out all of our friends on the affiliates page. There's there's truly a, a wonderful collection of American owned and operated businesses there ready to help you with whatever you need okay all right uh so i talked about the tech day we got a great thing going on to next week with our guests we'll get into that not oh what the hell is this did you, you see that mm-hmm. you yeah, see my again you see my my things <clears throat> flashing that is the first time i have seen my monitors flash in weeks every time i think i figure it out it goes to it, it like it corrects itself for a couple of weeks and then it comes back to haunt me. I have no clue what the hell's going on. That's like poltergeist activity. Absolutely, it is. So that sucks. That was really disheartening to see. My my monitors just did what the hell they usually do. All right, we got a birthday over here. I'd like to request a birthday shout out for Amanda. This is Amanda from Florida. Her mom uh, got in touch with us, Diana. And said that she's going to be 32 tomorrow on that fateful day. I know it falls on a Saturday, so please, can you give her a birthday wish on Friday? Well, hell, I hope nothing but the best for Amanda and her fiancé, her whole family, down there in Florida and spread throughout the country. What a great family indeed. Really great supporters of the show. Peak gay. Okay. Uh, Here's another one. Um... Matt, there is going to be a debate tomorrow on January 6th at 7 p.m. Eastern oh, Time. God. You have got... But look at this. This is what's been announced on Twitter by Zero Hedge. That 7 p.m. tomorrow, I don't think... It's not going to be a Twitter Spaces or anything. It's going to be on uh, ZeroHedge.com. Oh, it says streaming live on X, but they said it's not going to be a space because all these people are going to be on location debating each other. Live, commercial-free... Who are, listen to this lineup of people debating each other. It's three on three. On the left, on the left, the the pro-insurrection crowd, you have Ed and Brian Krasenstein and this guy named Destiny. So you have... That's that's like a, a nickname a girl will give herself. Dude, that was the name of the one and only stripper I ever got a lap dance from in high school. Or, or was it the first year? I think it was freshman year in college. The only strip club I ever went to, it was a uh, a stripper named Destiny. 
And so I don't know who these. Well, I know who the the two mutant Krasenstein brothers are, but the fact that they have they have been chosen along with this Destiny guy to go up against. Listen to this, Glenn Greenwald. Glenn Greenwald take all of them out on his own. Alex Jones and Darren Beatty. It's Alex Jones. Yeah. No, not a different Alex Jones or no. It's it's Alex Jones Infowars. So Glenn Greenwald, Alex Jones, and Darren Beatty are going to be debating two mutant halfwits and some guy that's named after a stripper. I have no clue who put this together, but it's going to be very, very... It's going to be hilarious. Alex Jones is just going to steamroll everyone. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to peek in on it. What time is it going to be? 7 p.m. tomorrow night. I might be out plowing. That's what I'll be listening to. Is it really going to snow? It, there's a, a chance. I saw that we could have gotten up to eight and a half inches as of a week ago, and then I saw it was downgraded to like two over the course of the weekend. So I don't know. I, I actually hope that it, it snows. I'd, I'd like it. But but still, there's going to be this debate. The Krasensteins are literally the gamma class citizens from Brave New World. You ever you know, they had the five classes of people, the, the caste system, the genetic caste system. They are the gammas. No doubt about it, they're the gammas. And they've been selected def- to defend the official story. It's laughable. It really is laughable. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, and uh, and we'll, we'll talk about that later on. All right. We have another one over here. Listen to this. They're the U.S., according to The Guardian is facing a tragic rise in syphilis cases with life-saving drugs in short supply. Syphilis is back again? Syphilis is on the rise. From what? What do you mean, from what? There's no modesty. There's nothing left. Is it from, like, a certain community yeah it's it's from every it's from everybody everybody this is a this is a group effort over here with this one and thank you tinder uh let's see record high rates of syphilis and an accompanying shortage of the preferred antibiotic to treat the disease will make it one of the most pressing public health concerns in 2024 an association of public health leaders said syphilis is a sexually transmitted infection that was once rare but has made a tragic return what's tragic I don't understand what's tragic about it. It might be tragic for any of the the uh, like uh, children who are in the womb of a of a of a mother who went out and got it, or or something. You know, people who didn't know or didn't have any choice in the matter. But that's going to be few and far between. It, this is logical. It's not tragic if it's logical. Return in an era of reduced funding for public. He- oh, that's it. Yeah, reduce public public for uh, public uh, health funding. That's the issue. It's not that people are once again not taking care of themselves. The 27-year high in cases has also strained manufacturing of the preferred antibiotic to treat syphilis, a penicillin formulation called uh, Bicillin or Bicillin LA. So watch out. There's syphilis out there, and if you're not careful, it's going to get you. I have one other thing. Matt, was the last time Matt was on the show, we were doing a little bit of a year-in review, and Matt, you remember we were doing our review of all of the things that people got stuck in their many orifices? I remember. Well, I got an email from a friend of the show, Hot Legs, after the fact, and she said, Frank, watermelons and cantaloupes. So what do you mean? You mean people sticking them and I, I, just, I don't even know what she, what she was getting at because what I thought she was getting at 
seems impossible. She said, I have a friend who's a nurse. Um, she said that they had to get them out of people's butts, and I can't believe it. Watermelons Watermelon. and cantaloupes. Now, I don't know if they've been broken down, if they're smaller watermelons. I don't understand. Maybe they just swallowed them, and then... Maybe they swallowed a seed, or and it just... I, or, they, or the whole thing. And then that's what it, how, you know? She said the fruit and vegetable thing was really astonishing in the emergency room. That was like five years ago, and it's still stuck in my head. She said, many, many years ago, probably during the disco years, a friend of mine's son-in-law was a volunteer fireman in Alexandria, Virginia. They got called to a disco because somebody had broken their leg and was freaking out and fighting the EMTs. The man refused to let them cut his pants off, and they called for more help to restrain him. He had on very tight silk pants that were very revealing. He was so frantic about not wanting them to cut his pants off while his leg was swelling up that they needed to get them off, though. It's like if you slammed your hand in a car door, like I did this morning, you would need to get your rings off as quickly as possible before, of course, they swell up and, you know, engulf your ring. She said that they had to knock him out so that he would stop fighting them. When they finally restrained him enough, they cut his pants off and they discovered that he had duct taped a large summer sausage to the top of his leg so that... (laughs) So I guess he would have a bulge. (laughs) Summer sausage. He says, I wish we could... She said, uh, Hot Legs said, I wish we can go back to the disco years. Seems so innocent and stupid. Happy 2024. Hot Legs. Can you imagine that? That being the worst thing. I broke my leg, but you're fighting the EMTs <laughs> because you don't want anybody to see that you were packing a literal sausage in your pants to impress people. That's fucking funny. <laughs> oh, man. I want more stories like that, ladies and gentlemen. If you've got them, send them to me because that um, those are the stories worth telling. All right. Let's get started. we got a lot to do and too little time to do it in because I think we only have Matt for the first half of the show. So uh, let's go. Don't go anywhere. You let one ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? Let's ride! to all the audio problems to go away the little crackling where it pans from one ear to the other that's because there's a a toggle that's loose on the mixer over here that's not going to be the case for much longer there's little things i can be confident in as far as the state of the actual computer i have no clue all right welcome to the show it's friday night 
It's Friday night. I have, um, you know, a lot of people wanted me to discuss the Miami stuff. Did you see? Did you see this, Matt? Well, there was uh, entities or something. There was a very large, I would say, um, the, what it comes down to, it was a very large police response to something. They said it was kids fighting. Yeah, they said it was teens, youths fighting, you know, the spring break style. A bunch of youths. Yeah. So I, I was looking into that a little bit because this morning I had multiple people text me. Hey, did you see this? There is like hundreds of police cars. You, know, you would think that the response like that would be, I mean, I don't know. If it's because of a couple of teens brawling, then I think every criminal on the East Coast is going down to Miami right now to create a diversion. If you ever wanted to steal a bank in Miami right now, the time is ripe. Create a diversion with a couple of teenagers and wiffle ball bats somewhere in a public park. The entire Miami Police Department will show up, and you can go rob whatever bank you want. Anyway, I don't know exactly what happened because there's still a lot left unsaid, but there is talk about Nephilim, 8- to 10-foot creatures that are walking around. Nobody had any... There's one blurry picture that somebody produced, but it's just... I don't know what to make of it. So here's what we have. Um, this is from bizpackreview.com. It's a little bit of a summary. Uh, nobody else is really publishing anything on it, so I figured, why the hell not? Uh, we're less than a week into 2024, and already you can cross off alien creatures involved in mall shootout off your bingo card. When brawling teenagers armed with fireworks and sticks were blamed for an enormous police response at the Bayside Marketplace, an open-air shopping mall in downtown Miami, on Monday night, social media sleuths quickly put their spin on the story. TikTok influencer Auntie Coulette, oh, that's what that girl's name is? It was, it was, it was insufferable. I couldn't get in. It was the only uh, source that anybody had on the story, Matt. And it, uh, it was nine minutes long, and this woman could have done in 50 seconds, but she wouldn't stop yapping and hyping it up and not getting around to anything. Um, along with what Auntie estimated was probably a hundred police cars, it was, according to Newsweek, more than 60 cars. Black choppers from the PD patrolled the scene from above. According to eyewitnesses, Auntie said, the Miami police was not dispatched there for a juvenile fight, and the obvious need for such an enormous police presence was far more sinister than what we've been told. If it was something far more sinister than something like that, and we're talking intergalactic, interdimensional, something like that, then I'm not sending my local cops over. I, either way, I don't care. I, I'm not sending the local police yeah, over. I mean, it sounds like maybe uh, someone thought there was going to be, you know, a mass shooting. I mean, they're throwing firecrackers and stuff like that. So, Multiple witnesses claim to have seen creatures that stood 8 to 10 feet tall walking outside and even inside of the mall. I, I have yet to see any of the multiple witnesses come forward and put their name on the record and their face to a camera or anything like that, but um, this is the other thing that was put around. The police presence, she continued, had nothing to do with juvenile fight. According to these witnesses, it was actually the mall goers shooting to protect themselves from these eight to 10 foot tall creatures in self-defense. Over on X, one user posted a now viral video saying, I zoomed in on one of the TikTok videos about the Miami mall creatures so you can see the gray creature walking in between these police cars and the buildings. And let me tell you, when I say you cannot make anything out, you can't make anything out. 
Oh, and there you go. There was a seven. There was the zoomed-in seven-second video that showed absolutely nothing. Maybe it's this thing. By I mean, it's in police. In, in hold the on. The police arrested the ten-foot alien. <laughs> I hope so. Don't want that thing walking around. <clears throat> oh, never mind. It's not. It's not playing now. Sounds like everyone in the mall had a gun on them. Ten-foot alien creatures caught on camera. Fire inside and outside the Miami Mall. Media silent. Cops are covering it up. Says kids were fighting with fireworks. Yet all these cop cars and air traffic stopped. They said air traffic too. Around the same time, um, Dan Bongino. People said Dan Bongino had some sort of a strange aerial sighting. So I don't know, but it's just one of those things that um, that was interesting because you just say, okay, well, let me let me take a look, and and I don't see really anything else. I don't see anything else. Now, if somebody else had seen something that we're not examining here, please call in on it because I would love to be uh I would love for this to be the wild the wild goose chase that actually ends up with an alien get caught on on camera and inside of a police paddy wagon. That would be an incredible way of starting the new year. Just get in touch with me. You can I don't know, uh tag me on Gilded. I'll be on the lookout for that. And that's how you can influence the show. Here is something else for you, Matt. This is uh, from Mediaite, so they're, they're publishing this to freak out. Trump shares a messianic video about God sending him to save the world. So take a look at this, Matt, and I want to, I want to get your, your gauge on it, okay? And he's using, you guys are going to, um, I, 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 guess it's, I guess it's AI or something, because there is a, it sounds like Paul Harvey, and, but it's a, of course it, it's been fashioned to be about Donald Trump. Listen to this. And on June 14, 1946, God looked down on his planned paradise and said, I need a caretaker. So God gave us Trump. God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, fix this country, work all day, fight the Marxists, eat supper, then go to the Oval Office and stay past midnight at a meeting of the heads of state. So God made Trump. I need somebody with arms, strong enough to rustle the deep state, and yet gentle enough to deliver his own grandchild. Somebody to ruffle the feathers, tame cantankerous World Economic Forum, come home hungry, have to wait until the first lady is done with lunch with friends, then tell the ladies to be sure and come back real soon, and mean it. So God gave us Trump. I need somebody who can shape an ax, but wield a sword had the courage to step foot in North Korea, who can make money from the tar of the sand, turn liquid to gold, who understands the difference between tariffs and inflation, will finish his 40-hour week by Tuesday noon, but then put in another 72 hours. So God made Trump. God had to have somebody willing to go into the den of vipers, call out the fake news for their tongues as sharp as a serpent's. The poison of vipers is on their lips, and yet stop. So God made Trump. God said, I need somebody who will be strong and courageous, who will not be afraid or terrified of the wolves when they attack, a man who cares for the flock, a shepherd to mankind who won't ever leave nor forsake them. I need the most diligent worker to follow the path and remain strong in faith and know the belief of God and country, somebody who's willing to drill, 
bring back manufacturing and American jobs, farm the lands, secure our borders, build our military, fight the system all day, and finish a hard week's work by attending church on Sunday. And then his oldest son turns and says, Dad, let's make America great again. Dad, let's build back a country to be the envy of the world again. So God made Trump. So, Matt, what do you think? What do you think of that one, Matt? Everything he said is true. The former president, Donald Trump, is now at the go-to-any-length-necessary stage of his public career to get attention. To wit, he just posted a satirical version of Paul Harvey's famous So God Made a Farmer video, which he is the subject. And yes, it's just as creepy and as messianic bit of messaging that will cause many to cringe, but others to fall to their knees in supplication. That is from Mediaite. Now, I, I, don't, know, I don't know who made it, uh, it just seems like he shared it. Um, somebody had to have made it, and they, there had to have been a little bit of tongue-in-cheek in there. I, I mean, I, I would hope so, because it is a little bit over the top. Just a tad. But um, but anyway, that's what you have there. So things are getting really... And I heard that the Supreme Court is getting ready. They're going to be uh, deciding on all of the ballot stuff soon. I think it's uh, February 8th. Little, Soon, yeah, a little bit for after. what? Just for Colorado? I think, or just would, like if they say it, that's it. He's on on all states. It would, it would probably be, you know, th- that one opinion would trickle to everywhere else, and it's apply. It would be applied everywhere because New York wants to do it too. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll just write his name on it. Oh, they would love write-ins because you know where write-ins go in the garbage. In the garbage, I don't give a shit. I don't give a, none, none shit. of this stuff. It's just whatever. All right, so here's some things I wanted to do. I really wanted to just get into a little bit. I think this will be a really nice uh, starter for some conversation. Uh, a couple days ago, Shannon Sharp, Buffalo Beals had the ball. The Buffalo Beals had the ball. Uh, has <laughs> had Cat Williams on his show. He's got a show called Club Shay Shay. How you doing, Skip? I had no clue. That he had this, but of course, yeah. I mean, this has been. I have to imagine this is the biggest, the biggest thing that he's done so far. It has about 18 million views in just a couple of days. I'm sure it's netted him hundreds of thousands of subscribers. But uh, Cat Williams, really, it's called Cat Williams Unleashed, and he is unleashed. I mean, he always unleashes himself. He doesn't really mince words at all. And I really love this. It was fascinating. I got to say, it was fascinating because. Um, Number one, I did not know how how uh, well-read he was, Cat Williams is. I didn't know so much about his personal life and all that. It was, it was interesting to, to read about him. I always liked him. Uh, never, I, I, I maybe have watched uh, one or two of his comedy specials, but it's not... Um, it was interesting to hear like the, the behind-the-scenes. Uh, nearly three hours of this. And it was great conversation behind the scenes, entertainment industry, uh, from like the point of view that goes from fine focused on the black comedy circuit and how clicks formed and how business is done and how doggy dog it was and how everybody's kind of owned and, and compromised in that way. And it also takes on some larger 
opinions on how the industry attempts to compromise and control everyone, regardless of race and all that shit. So um, I found myself just nodding along to things that I'm on the outside of, but I can see how it can relate to all of us. And it definitely takes um, relates to what we were discussing to some degree about Epstein and blackmail last night. But of course, this is all on a much more base level. So I want to go to um, a couple of timestamp. Uh, here it is uh, at the fifteen ten. I think a lot of people. This is about all about all lies being exposed. We'll see if this is. It's probably just talking about his own personal circles. But um, again, I extrapolate this out. And he talks about cutting deals with the system to to get up professionally and socially cookie cutter wives who are probably, you know, uh, handlers for people. Um, take a listen to this. I'm going to put it on one and one and a half speed. Let's see. Let's go to one and a half speed so we can do this in a timely fashion. Take a listen. People who are on the juice discuss real athletes. That's all. As a journalist. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I don't have, harbor any resentment to any of these entities because I can't be jealous. I've never seen them have anything that I ever wanted. If you sign up for their program, you get a light skin, weird face wife that never do an interview. Oh, in Listen, in 20 years, won't do an interview. Nobody's ever talked to her and that she's never been interviewed anywhere. And now understand, I'm not talking about one person. What I just told you applies to seven people. How they all end up with that. That's part of what you get. I came in this business saying I was going to expose. When I talked about Michael Jackson, when I talked about R. Kelly, they canceled me for these things because why would you talk about another black dude? Race is not where the line is drawn. It's God's side and the other side. And we don't care nothing about the other side. Period. Period. All of these uh, big, big deviants is all catching hell in 2024. It's up for all of them. It don't matter if you Diddy or whoever you is. TGJX, any of them. The, every, all lies will be exposed. That's all. And, and, and anyone who takes that the wrong way know why they take it the wrong way. The truth mm. is the light. Yeah, that's all, I mean, so there's, there's no... Now it's Maybe not, he's Q. Can you imagine that? <laughs> if Cat Williams was Q the whole time. Now, here's another one for you. Um, we're going to the about the 19-minute mark. Now, this is about four minutes, this, this section. Talking about Steve Harvey, uh, Cedric the Entertainer, Kevin Hart, origin stories, um, being industry plants and controlled, and, and all this applies to a lot. And I want to get just people's overall thoughts on this. The lines are going are flying open after we talk about this segment. And uh, I just want to take whatever the hell calls come in, your opinions, and yeah. And remember, the, the full version of this is going to be played after the show concludes on QuiteFrankly.tv. Face value. These are like, this is like Steve Harvey telling people he used to be homeless. That's my story. That's not his story. Steve Harvey was never homeless. When he, Mark Curry was touring with him 25 years ago, he was making $3,000 a show in cash and doing five shows a week. This, they just tell the stories. This, my, thanks to my wife, I'm where I am. You said that about the first wife. You forget that? You told us it was her. Then you went and married somebody else that think like a man. Like, what are you talking about? They just, they think they can rewrite history. That uh, uh, Guy Tory did a beautiful special about the comedy store and Fat Tuesday where he said that Steve and Cedric and Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish came through there and made 
all lies. Steve and Cedric never performed at the comedy store at all. Tiffany was only seen at the Laugh Factory. In 15 years in Hollywood, no one in Hollywood has a memory of going to a sold-out Kevin Hart show. There being a line for him ever getting a standing ovation at any well, comedy club. He already had his deals when he got here. Have we heard of a comedian that came to L.A. and in his first year in L.A. he had his own sitcom on network television and had his own movie called Soul Plane that he was leading? No, we've never heard of that before that person or since that person. What do you think a plant is? Maybe people don't understand the definitions of these words. He just did his documentary with Chris Rock where he shows you that his whole upbringing in comedy was on the East Coast. Yeah, it was. So how simultaneously was he here in Los Angeles doing the same thing? It didn't happen. It didn't happen. And I, I, I hate to seem like a petty individual for picking apart lies, but Jesse Smollett gonna keep lying until you say we don't believe you. Like it's important in the checks and balances of the universe that liars not get to make complete narratives for themselves. Are you not afraid about being blackballed again? These are some power people. What do you mean again? These people are not powerful. Satan can't create anything. This, that this part, this part is so awesome. This, this part is so awesome. Listen to this. Includes blessings for his people. That's why, you know what the number one job of somebody that sold their soul in Hollywood is? What? Is to act like it didn't happen. They all do the same job. Why do you think Gary Owen can't cross over and he already white and been in comedy for 25 years? If what I say ain't the case. It's a cabal, it's a, it's a consortium. They, they rock with who they rock with and they don't with who they don't. But I'm not scared of being the competition any more than you were when you lined up uh, uh, across from a superior team. Yeah, on paper, they're a better team. Right. They have all the assets and resources and we don't. But let us get on the line, boy boy and see if that factors in. I, I guarantee you it won't. Wow. Because Shannon Sharp gotta be a different person than that other person. Absolutely. And he always was. That doesn't change when I change teams. That remains the same. That's how a legacy is built. So All of these shortcut takers, I, I was, they canceled me for talking about Harvey Weinstein before the thing came out, but he offered to suck my penis in front of all my people at my agency. What am I supposed to do? He did all of that. I'm thinking I'm the only black person on the script. I get there, there's three other black guys on there. Woo. Huh. Well, you wonder what they did to get <laughs> I told him no. What y'all do? <laughs> <laughs> and this is why when I walk in a room, heads go down. Behind my back, I'm nothing. I'm just a regular old comedian that's bitter and jealous. But in my face, no, no, no. The king has walked in and they have to respect it only because I've not taken the shortcuts. I've not been funded. They pay you to not talk about things they don't want you to talk about. They tell you that themselves. I can't do that because I. Steve told you that he stopped doing stand-up because he has seven TV shows. The only problem is when he stopped stand-up, he didn't have those seven TV shows. He stopped stand-up because he got in a comedy battle called the Championship of Stand-Up Comedy with one Cat Williams in Detroit in front of 10,000 people and lost because Cat Williams said he was actually bald and that was a wig. And I went in and that's why he couldn't do stand-up anymore. Imagine him coming to tell you another story where he got so big and it was was Bernie and them's fault because they wanted to be movie stars. Hmm. Well, they, I mean, I'm telling you, there's there's a lot of great behind the scenes stuff there. Um, a lot. It, it's just interesting. But I'll tell you this: this is what I this is what I was thinking about last <clears throat> night, and I was watching this like past one one thirty in the morning. And I said, I got I got to save the rest for tomorrow. But now you may not have ever seen any of Cat uh, Williams's uh, comedy or any of these movies or specials and whatever. And there's a lot. It just in that first 20 minutes alone comes out of the box hard. 
Um, but I was listening to this mainly as an outsider. I'm not really invested in it. I've seen some stuff, and I, I know who everybody is. But uh, even as an outsider, I'm, I was really getting hit with these big, big concepts about not taking shortcuts. Like, things were really resonating with me, even if I don't know everybody he's talking about or anything like that. And um, and how he gave Shannon, how he gave Shannon Sharp something to relate to by describing the mentality of lining up against a superior team in the 1990s. You know, uh, do you not show up for work that day? Think about what we were just talking about last night. For those of you who were watching last night's show, and that we always talk about this stuff when we when we talk about power structures in the in the world, how we stack up against it, what the chances are of us making any kind of a dent in it, what do we do with our time, what do we do with our ideas and whatever resources we can muster, what do we do with our intention? And last night, uh, when we were talking with, uh, I think it was at, toward the tail end when Frank and Jim called in, uh, it, it came up again with the Warriors' folly. Do you not show up for work that day if you're Shannon Sharp on the uh, the Denver Broncos or somewhere else if you're not doing well that year? Do you at home not show up for work that day because, I don't know, your team is in last place and you're scheduled to play against the team that is, um, I don't know, the favorited to win the championship? Because that's what we're doing right now. If we're talking about the standings around the world by any kind of measure, we are not toward the top of the, the the pack. Now, we got the most heart. We got that underdog fire. But we're up against, you know, an evil empire. No doubt about it. But do you not show up for work that day because we're outmatched? You take that, that, that bitter black pill and that's it? No, man. I love that point. That was a great fucking point right there. That's the warrior's folly that we discussed last night. Whether you're an independent voice in new media and you're going up against competition with a lot more resources, a small business against a government regulation, whatever the hell it is, you know, that's uh, if you got the goods and you're aligned with something honest, then you've got to grind. You've got to grind. Just get crafty. Just keep doing it. So I think that um, that's really cool. And then, of course, the, there's just Hollywood gossip and other things that make you, uh, make you go, hmm. So uh, we're going to take some calls. We're going to take some calls. I'm going to take a, a really quick break. No, 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 no. We're going to take some calls now. So give me a, a, a buzz, 914-200-0269, and let us know what the hell's going on with you this week, what you think about the show so far tonight, anything that you got for us. Are you from Miami, Florida? Did you see an 8- to 10-foot shadow creature walking through the mall, uh, and all the kids were trying to beat it with sticks? Tell me what you saw and what you think about that. Um, go ahead, pick up your phone, because the show is nothing without you. So, Matt, what do you think about that? Didn't they say it had was like uh, the Predator? Like you can kind of see through it, and it was... Did you see that? I don't know, that but... it looked like that? Like the... Uh, like translucent? Yeah. Hold on a second. Hey, uh, we got Aaron Moriarty from Truthstream here. Aaron, you are into this kind of spooky stuff. Do you know anything about the, uh, about, uh, the, the creatures that were spotted in Miami? Your show was the first time I heard anything about it, Frank. Um, but it sounds like it's not true. I mean, that video you showed, it doesn't seem very conclusive. It sounds like someone looking for clickbait. Gotcha. Yeah, well, I didn't see anything in there uh, either. Um, so, yeah, I guess yeah. we're just grasping at straws here. So, then, uh, what is on your mind? 
Uh, well, I, I want to thank you, Frank, because, uh, you know, my little show uh, is going to get a big boost because I'm getting a big guest on. His name is Frank from the show, Quite Frankly. You might have heard of him. Yes, that's right. I'm going to be on. I'm going to be appearing on uh, Aaron's show on the 12th. Truth Quest. Yes. Truth now, quest. Is, is yes. that going to be live? And I'm. I'm just tickled pink about it, I'm, and uh, I have a lot of questions for you. So uh, I'm really anxiously looking forward to that next week, next Friday afternoon. Wow! Wow! So, I yeah. love I love answering questions. I hope I have some good answers. Uh, you, you you will. I mean, it, I really like your show, and. Uh, the other thing I want to talk to you about next week is your ambition to have your own network, and you already have it. It's pretty cool, dude. That's that's awesome. Well, I definitely I, I appreciate that. I can go into that a little bit more um, if you're all if you're if that's all you want to say. I can definitely go into that just for a little bit. Sure, go ahead. Well, dude, thank you for the call, and I am going to be, and that's going to be a live broadcast at three p.m. Uh, Aaron. Yes, it'll be live, so if you want to catch it, that's not my normal time, folks, so uh, come on over and, and make sure you're subscribed, and, and you'll see Frank, and well, talk about the old days. You were streaming before the word was even meant, known. Oh, yeah. Live, live streaming. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, it's going to be great, and you're doing a great job, dude. I, I just love your show, and... Uh, continued success you're a warrior thank you thank you sir well thank you and I'll, I'll make sure that the day of I will put that link out there so people can watch yeah listen I have I have a I have a really burning desire to continue to expand the broadcast operation I love the whole idea that we we have people like last night I tuned I was tuning into quite frankly TV from the couch as I was doing some other things and I'm just listening to Frank and Jim Zell getting interviewed and laying out all their work, checking in on the chat room and the, the fact that it's a it's a way for everybody to watch the same thing at the same time and to put a little bit of a mind uh, a little bit of ideas into the programming there, I, I want to I don't know, I, obviously it's just a they're just playlists and it's just after hours uh, ex after hour extensions of the show so um, I want to do a lot more official things with new shows and live personalities. And, and I mean, I was just talking to Jay Gulanello uh, two days ago about how um, we need to start piecing together an actual cooking show. That's going to happen. Whether it is live at first or we start producing things and premiering it on the network and also doing other uh, uh, variations, I don't know. But I want to bring on a lot of that. There's a lot. There's a long ways to go. And again, I can't do it all. I can't do it all. Spinning a lot of plates, but I'm getting some really good help right now, and I got to bring on more, which is why I keep uh, telling people. Uh, become a sponsor, especially on Subscribestar, because if we are, we're about 49% of the way now from hitting a an acceptable goal where I can I can I can reopen the show to two hours across all all platforms again like a lot of you would love to see so become a sponsor that would be the great thing um, and uh, that all goes towards staffing because doing what we're doing from 2024 on gonna need a team and it's gonna have to be a cohesive skilled team and those types of people need to get paid uh, better than what I've been able to pay them and I have wonderful people that are already help out and that's just what it's about so thank you for acknowledging the work we've done so far Aaron I hope that it can get better and better and it will all right let's take another call 412 you're on the air who's this hey 
What's happening, Frank? Hey. Hi, Matt. What's up, man? Who's this? This is Randy. Hello, Randy. <clears throat> Randy. Hello, Akron. What's happening, guys? Both. Well, you know, you know more about us than we know about you. Hey, all right, my brother. So Listen, what's up? Hey, that, that, I watched some of that cat interview, man. That was great. Hey, yeah, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot, but you know, it's it's really like. Here's the thing about that. I said this uh, a couple times this week. People are starting to get really, really hungry for this kind of thing. It's a human interest kind of story. Even if you're just sitting back, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen this, Randy, but there is a um, there is a YouTube channel called Soft White Underbelly. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Okay. So then you know Soft White Underbelly is this YouTube channel that puts out all throughout the, the year these incredible interviews with everyday people. They may come from, they may have different types of, uh, you know, issues in their life. They come from abusive backgrounds, drugs. They were carnies. They were, uh, you know, they were porn stars. They, they did this. They did that. They turned their lives around. They have these incredible story arcs in their lives. And they're just telling people coming from all different walks. Um, positive, negative, turning negatives into positives, uh, just kind of staying fly. I mean, it's 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 incredible, and it's uh, again some of the most importantly uh, popular stuff on the internet because that's I don't know those human interest stories are are huge, and that's what a lot of this conversation between Cat Williams and Shannon Sharp comes off of, aside from the fact that there's celebrity power attached to it, but it, it's just really interesting to learn about people's lives. It's amazing because he sounds genuine. Like he's no joke. He He's not playing games. He knows who he is. He's aware of who he is. And then he looks at these phony people and he calls it out. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. I kind of like it. No, I love it too. And, and like I said before, I don't know what you picked up on it. But especially in that first half hour, there's a lot. There's a lot of going after the oh, system. Well, you picked up, you know, um, going after the system, the way things are. Obviously, he's talking a little bit more about personal clicks as well, professional clicks. But it does seem like he's talking about things on a systemic level as well, because he references good versus evil, God versus Satan a lot. I mean, you can't. Uh, that, that's that would be a little bit too uh, melodramatic to make those those uh those comments if you're just talking about you know uh, a couple of a uh, couple of your peers that you have a problem with you know yeah a couple things he said shannon seemed shocked <laughs> like beside himself like wait wait you can't say that <laughs> oh yeah i can oh there's plenty there's plenty there yeah he came right out of hey, the box Frank, yeah. you're doing a great job man i listen to you every night well, thank you, uh, Randy. I go in at 4 a.m., but I still listen live as much as I can, man. You Jeez. guys keep up the good work over there, man. Love your show. All right, man. Thank you so much. And that is a... Uh... Thank you, Frank. I appreciate it. Hey, Matt. Be Yo. cool, brother. Later, bro. There you go. Rand right, Randy, got to get some sleep, though, man. You can always take the show with you at 4 o'clock in the morning, but make sure you get some good sleep. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's used to his routine already. All right, 914... Two zero 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 two six nine. In the second half of the show, oh, I got I got something for you over here. Now you want to? That was a good interview. You want to see an example of a bad interview? Now this was a couple of uh, weeks ago. This is started getting around at the beginning of December. 
And um, again, this is Whitney Cummings. I talked about her last night. She's a, I don't know, she's kind of cringe and she sucks to me. But um, she had a, she had that uh, that actress Taryn Manning, who is on Orange Is the New Black. Well, Taryn Manning, I don't know what the hell's going on with her, and I've seen her get into some really weird stuff in the past, talking about all of her weird relationship things and situations she's gotten herself in with married people, and I, I, I don't, I don't really know. But anyway, uh, Whitney Cummings is talking to Taryn Manning, and Taryn Manning makes a very, very weird, weird co- comment about a certain type of toll that can be paid or an offer that is made to people on the inside of these Hollywood circles um, and it, it, it has all of the trappings of what we know to be the whole adrenochrome situation which is really just you know uh, uh, adrenaline soaked blood plasma and take a listen to this feel like you're glad you didn't get to that that level when you say like that, I don't get asked to star in movies, you know what I mean. When you say that, like, do you think there's a level of fame that is just too dangerous for this? Yeah. Psyche? So yeah, yeah. If you don't drink the Kool Aid, you don't drink the gold juice. So I was offered the gold juice three times in my twenties, my thirties, and What's my forties. P. <laughs> a lot of golden showers and the Burbank. gold juice that I will live forever and I'll have whatever I want. The gold juice. She was offered the golden juice in her twenties, thirties, and forties. She didn't take it. You never offered the gold juice? No, I'm it's, I'm a scumbag comic. What's the gold juice? I don't know. I don't know, but I didn't drink it and I didn't want it. And is this in I a- noticed when all the girls, certain girls on Orange um, changed. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's like a real thing. Like it's all a real thing. And it's scary because they send like people after you and they can like kind of moonlight as like a friend or, you know, and, and they're wolf in sheep's clothing and, and, and listen, you can have everything you want, all the fame in the world, all the money. I'm like, hmm, what if I just drank it? But then I, you know what I mean? Like, what if I, and I don't know what it is. It's, if it's a metaphor for the gold juice, like, you feel what I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying? Mostly. And um, if there's a tincture that makes you younger, I better know where, <laughs> you better let me in on this. If adrenochrome is real, I'll be first well, in line. you can put, you know... Um, if adrenochrome is real, I'll be first in line. I mean, there's just cr- Whitney being just cringe. That typical... And, and listen, and this is typical with a lot of female comics, too. With a lot of them. There's some good ones. There's some great ones. But um, it, it's just typical. You got, you got something really... I mean, this is not funny. You can tell she's struggling to put the words together to describe a very serious thing that happened and a uh, a life choice that was offered, and um, that, I don't know. Maybe she just didn't want to touch it. Um, some of some of the women put like some type of like like baby's foreskin on their face. Or sure, something? sure. Why do you think I'm having a kid? <laughs> see more 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 more. See more cringe. More cringe. She's talking about like the Sandra Bullock treatment there with the foreskin. She talked about that on late night uh, talk shows. Um, you think I want to be a mother? Oh, wow. You insane. Okay. Kevin Listen. Spacey already called dibs on this. Uh, he did. Well, there, there, there's, and there's more I'm talking about. She So she d- 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 diverts the entire conversation here to make uh, jokes about renting out her uh, 
forthcoming child to Kevin Spacey for $2 million. <laughs> he just wired me $2 million to my <laughs> PayPal. That's all. So there, wow. I mean, I, <laughs> I did. I don't believe in all that adrenochrome. So I'm like, there's just no way that all, all that. No, because if it existed, I'd be there right now. <laughs> I'd well. be at the pizza place. Oh. <laughs> uh, Gross, man. You want to talk about, you want to talk about, uh, I mean, there are people who are compromised and who are bought out. There are other people who are just too fucking stupid and worthless to, to, to see a real story and a real thing and right there in front of your face. Yeah. Opt, opt for cheap laughs instead. I mean, it's, I'm telling you, I think it's all, all very easy to flow from one story to the next and to see how it all connects. So uh, let's take a let's take another couple of calls here. 914-200-0269. 914-200-0269. You can call and ask Matt a question too because he's going to be leaving during the break and we only got about 8 minutes before that. So by all means don't miss out. Oh Matt, so I have had a couple of things. I told you about this before but I didn't I, I didn't have a time to finish. <clears throat> All of my Joe Biden comments on Instagram are doing very well. I do a lot of uh, Joe Joe Biden commenting on Instagram. Like you give him compliments because he's doing a good job. No, there's like there's situations where you'll you'll come across these reels and stuff of people, like for example, uh, and I and I saw somebody do it and I just loved it so much. I don't know if they were doing it on purpose, but I said I'm going to do this more on my own. Uh, there was this one guy, this this old bastard in a um, in like a rascal scooter, who's being a real idiot. He's being real, real shithead to people. Oh, hold on, maybe I can find it. Um, but he, uh, as he's scooting away from somebody that he just was an asshole to, he took too hard of a right turn and he flipped over. And somebody in the chat room said, who is that, Joe Biden? <laughs> so I said, you know what? I'm going to just start saying this, these Joe Biden comments. And, and it's been it's been incredible because a lot of people laugh. And then other people just get so incredibly triggered. And, um, for example, I was telling people before, where the hell is it? My Yoko Ono. My Yoko Ono response. Uh, the comment has nearly a thousand likes now. So there's this story here. Look, watch. Here's Yoko Ono with uh, with Chuck Berry and John Lennon playing together on television at some point. Watch this, Matt. Here you go. Ready? Chuck Berry wants it all to end. He's an actual musician, and she's just a freak. She's she's an activist, and activists don't create art. <clears throat> anyway, I, uh, I my comment was uh, Yoko is like the musical Joe Biden, and nine hundred. But I get it. But seventy six replies. Some of them are liking it, and others don't. Others don't. What do the, the Joe Biden people say? What do they say to it? Well, the first one, the, the, the biggest Joe Biden person said, and I read this one on the air the other night. This is five days ago. Another Trumper 
Uh, another Trumper bringing up the president in a non-political post. Your obsession with President Biden is showing. <laughs> You're showing it. Yeah, very. Sh- yeah, I'm showing it all right. And then another person said 91 indictments. And so, uh, and then here, here you go. Jamie Browner said dumb comment. Uh, Damn. No, yeah, I know this ruined my night. Let's see here. Uh, here you go. Oh, 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 Pan- Pando twelve fourteen said, "If that was your first thought when you saw this, get some help." Yes, it was. It was my first thought. She's like musical Joe Biden. Um, There's another one, though, recently. Uh, Let me see here. Um, Get help. Get help. Just please get help. Oh, here's one. This guy. Here, watch this. This is a... This was fairly new. This is not even my comments not here is not even a day old yet. But take a look at this. There's this uh, chick that is doing a um, a kickflip on her skateboard, and it doesn't go too well. Thank God she doesn't have nuts. Yeah. So she she screwed up the kickflip. I said kickflips like Joe Biden. So you know. So you have to start doing this. And Matt, when you do it, take screenshots when people start. When people start uh, commenting and, and liking and all that stuff, don't do don't have to comment too much. Just leave that little something for them. So and so like Joe Biden. All right, here's taking taking a call nine five two. You're on the air. Go ahead. Well, hello there, Frank. How's it going? It's going well. Who's this? This is Cave Toad. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't have me in there. Oh, I well, I mean, I don't have you as Cave Toad. I have you as two names that I won't, I won't say, and, and like I said, it, <laughs> I, I can't. It's it's Zoom. I can't save people as certain uh, nicknames. Like I was able to do it on Skype. So uh, if next time you call in, if I don't know it's you off the bat, don't get offended. Well, it takes a lot more than that to get me offended. I've always said it's not what they call you; it's what you answer to. Right. Exactly. That's a good one. <laughs> So what's on your mind? <laughs> so, um, you know, I just wanted to say, hey, great shows this week. Um, and you said, well, there's only a certain amount of time for Matt. I'm wondering, and I'm going to plug the Quite Frankly forums and see if has Matt ever gone and seen or heard the voice recording that we uploaded there, what, months ago for his laugh for people to use. Uh, he he heard about he heard it. Well, I, I don't think he uses it for his own phone, but he heard it, and of course, <laughs> yeah, I heard it. that would be awkward. Well, not only that, but that was uh, but uh, Cave Toad. It wasn't that uh, that voice recording of Matt's laugh. That's what became the basis for that meme of Donald Trump having the the ringtone. He knew that. He's... Yes, I believe so. I believe so. I, I think you came out with that uh, a week or so after that. That was awesome. Yeah, and, so um, he knows that I much. have now set that laugh for when work calls. I always know it's work because it gives me that laugh, and it takes that edge off before I have to find out what kind of trouble they have for me. Damn. Well, there you go. There you go. As long as, the, <laughs> as long as the edge gets taken off. Matt, what do you think about that? There's at least a dozen people out there who have your voice as a ringtone. Uh. Oh, Can't say feel, that about me. I feel honored. There's no quite frankly ringtone, but you've got a laugh that people love. <laughs> so. That's fantastic. Anyway, thanks for everything, Cave Toad. Is that all you wanted to say? 
Oh, yeah, I just wanted to call and say hi and uh, say happy Friday to you, the Franklies, and the Franciscans. And um, you make a fantastic George Washington corpse, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's great. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad everybody enjoyed that. Thank you, Cave Toad. By the way, Matt, the full 26-minute condensed version of the George Washington autopsy is going to be premiered on the YouTube as its own standalone video on uh, t- tomorrow night around seven o'clock. We have a whole bunch of things that we're premiering tomorrow night. We're getting the beast, the full BCP um, uh, uh, interview, a couple other things, um, Corey. We're going to be premiering a lot of different interviews on YouTube over the weekend. Uh, there will be clips that will be put up on Rumble, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and a few other places. This is what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. That's the kind of thing that I wish we could have been doing for the last six or seven years. But it's very hard. It's very hard, and uh, we're finally in position to be able to expand that way. All right, so let's take um, – that's it. I think that's it because Matt's got to get – Get going. Anything you want to leave people with, Matt? Good night. That's it. Blessed evening. Blessed. E- oh, uh, I, God are is you, Lord. God is Lord. Are you going to be? Um, are you on plow duty if it does snow? Yeah. So they taught you how to use the pr- plow this week. Well, I was driving around with it. Yeah. D- did they tell you what? But driving yeah. around with it on the yeah, front. How to maneuver it and yeah. Did and you put to, it down and try it? Yeah, a little bit. Was it scary? Nah, nah, but if I hit something, like they say, it hurts your whole body, so we'll see. Oh, really? Like, not, like, hit something, like, if there's, like, a plate on the road and I hit it or something like that. And it, 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 it stops you short? No, it just fucking rattles you. Rattle. All right. Well, listen, uh, if it doesn't snow, I hope we all get to hang out a little bit, and I'll uh, and I'll talk to you soon, ladies and gentlemen. As Matt departs, I just want to invite you over to, uh, for the second half of the show, I've got a little bit more for you. Not only your calls, but I want to talk about cyber kidnapping. There's a story over here that um, that made me think about all the, the AI cyber kind of scams that are going on. I have a little bit of a story that I will retell to a certain degree of my own, and uh, Matt knows a little bit about that. You know that story, right, Matt? I believe so. Sure, that was messed weird. So um, we'll talk about that, cyber kidnapping, your calls, your super chats, your rumble rants, everything in the second half. If you're on YouTube, Rumble and Rockfin, uh, direct links to thepill.net are right there uh, alongside of the quitefrankly.tv if that works out better for you. There's no paywall, no strings attached, no nothing. Uh, Just press play, click on over, and again... This episode is going to be uploaded in its entirety later on tonight to podcast, to Rumble, to Rockfin, to BitChute, to Twitter. And um, but I, you know, there's only an hour left, and there's nothing like doing this live. So be a part of it. We will be right back. And uh, and thanks for everything. We'll see you on the other side. The rest of the show is available exclusively at Pilled.net. Follow the link in the description of the episode. Get signed up. It's that easy. Or head on over to quitefrankly.tv, just press play. No paywalls, no censorship, no strings attached. So head on over, quitefrankly.tv, powered by Foxhole and pilled.net. It's intermission time, folks. Time out to press the like button. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen. 
Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. So much talk about a wicked game. British police probe virtual rape in metaverse. Listen to this. Young girl's digital persona, a digital persona, an avatar we're talking about here. Uh, a young girl's digital persona is sexually assaulted by a gang of adult men in an immersive video game, sparking the first investigation of its kind and questions about the extent current laws apply in the online world. So what, uh, I, I, it's some VR experience, I don't know exactly what it is, but then Avatar was attacked and, and now uh, we're starting to probe just how much of a, an online interaction can be charged with a real-life sexual assault and then of course what is the threshold that needs to be met to be to justify it being called a sexual assault digitally so of course they all they're all talking about online safety acts and one thing or another and you know that's always gonna be on the other side of that crap but still there's, here's another one for you, and we're going to get to this, this next one about uh, cyber kidnapping right after I get to these super chats. First one up, let's make sure that we get everything over there. Nice and nice. Good. 
on quite frankly superchat.com Shotzi says congrats on the studio upgrades exciting way to begin the new year have a great weekend yeah here's this is the first one the roadcaster pro 2 this will be the first one that we put in this is actually going to be right in front of me okay it's going to be right in front of me it'll be able to i'll be able to get rid of this uh this voice changer because this one has a has one built in which means that this other secondary microphone will be gone over here all of this will be gone but we're going to duplicate all of the signal reading and the signal audio signal displays in some way. That is one of the, the pieces that have not come in yet. So we'll have it. Uh, but there's going to be a couple more lava lamps, a bookshelf, just things will be. Uh, we're going to figure this one out. And of course, it'll take time to settle in. Other thing here, too, is I know everybody has been commenting on these uh, these lava lamps over here being frozen solid. I have these on timers. They, during the summertime, I have them timed to be on at f around 5 o'clock. So from 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock, they start bubbling up nice. This, I put this, the timer on at 3 p.m. Because I know it's colder in this room, and therefore the wax and everything is going to take longer to heat up. I put this on 3 p.m., and it's still frozen like a glacier. So, for those of you who grew up in the 1970s and you knew what those original, those OG lava lamps were all about, that you can cook an egg on those things, it is not like that anymore. These lava lamps have been on since 3 p.m. It is 8 o'clock, 5 hours, 5 hours, and it is still not viscous. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, we're going to think about all that. Where does the, the JFK bust go? I don't know. That's the other thing, though. Be on the lookout tomorrow for any kind of notifications on YouTube, because if I do any test test broadcasts, it'll probably be on YouTube. Um, and I'd like to just get audio right and make sure everybody sees things right. And who knows how else I can recruit your help. Um, all right. What else do we have over on Rumble? We have a couple of rants that came in. The first one up is from 925 wild g says two sources is my standard got the second from velez the first was Catherine austin fitz fake hacking bank shutdown cbdc this year they both predicted also gilded kd at uh so Catherine austin fitz said fake hacking bank shutdown cbdc that will be this year i okay um doesn't sound too far off. I would be. I would. I would think. I would think that that would that, that's believable. I mean, what? How many? How many situations so far have we had blamed on the wild west nature of uh, the cryptocurrency markets already? Uh, whether it be ransomware attacks, or you know, you know, and, and that applies to all number a number of things. Whether it be uh, internet service providers, or energy pipelines in in New York, or, or across the North America, I should say, uh, there's been a number of things like that in in um, in the EU already in Europe. So we always have we've had those kind of like speckled, spackled, spattered all in in there. And it's always somebody saying that it needs to be controlled, it needs to be centralized. And um, 
at the same time, the IRS is expanding and uh, the, the monitoring, the threshold for what is monitored and what is flagged as, as uh, digital exchanges, that continues to tighten. So that seems all well and good as far as a prediction goes. I don't want it to happen. 925 Wild G says STD rise, illegal aliens. Uh, could be. Could be. That'll definitely, I mean, when you have tens of millions of people coming into the country, you know who the hell they are. Many of them are being abused along the way. You know how many people? There's probably a, a more significant number of people than we think or even can estimate that um, as they are embarking embarking on this journey to, uh, you know, just kind of squat in the United States, they probably, many of them do have clean bills of health. But over the course of that trek, with the squalid living conditions and getting raped and sexually assaulted by, you know, people who don't really care about anything, especially hygiene and everything else, there's probably, it's probably a feeding frenzy. So... So that's uh, that's what we have there. All right, over on pills, quite frankly. TV. Here are the gold pills, starting with Cave Toad. Let's see. Cave Toad says, with all the new dro- uh, uh, doc drops, I'm really enjoying the charts autists are putting together for the chans. Any chance that you can ask pilled folks if they can allow more characters for gold pills? Too often, context gets. Uh, gets dropped i guess i guess I, that's what you're saying yeah absolutely um i now have a sub on quite frankly tv and pill.net keep up the great work frank and hi as matt well i'm glad you got through cave toad thank you river pike says frank knows stuff a wealth of knowledge just reading clicking around and listening listening goes a long way i learn a lot from you guys and gals over the years, I learned a great deal. And get those uh, calls fired up because I just want to hear from you guys for whatever. Whatever. Boys Blanc, thank you, said, Matt, don't plow downhill. Well, he's not here anymore, but I'll, maybe I'll tell him afterwards. Let's see. Cave Toad says, can you show the whole clip again when you were surprised by the birthday wish video from MC? Who's MC? From Norm McDonald? Is that what MC means? I don't know. Anyway, amazing lineup and shows this week. Excellent. Thank you, says JSM and Porpoiseful threw a cookie into the jar. That's great. All right. So here's the first thing. I'll get around to this until you guys fire up your calls. ABC News. Missing foreign exchange student found safe inside of a tent in Utah in cyber kidnapping case I said how could it be cyber kidnapping if he's physically inside of a tent what does this mean a missing foreign exchange student from China was found safe inside of a tent on a Utah mountainside following a days long search in what police call a case of cyber kidnapping Kai Zhong 17 was reported missing on Thursday night by his high school, according to the Riverdale Police Department. The teen's parents told school officials that they received a photograph of Zhang from his alleged kidnappers, indicating that he had been abducted, police said. 
His family told police that they had transferred ransom money to bank accounts in China due to continuous threats from the kidnappers, the Riverside Police Department said. They also provided the photograph, which appeared to show Zhang Zhang being held captive and in danger. The teen's host family was not aware he was missing, and there were no signs that he was forcefully taken from his Riverdale home, police said. The family heard him at the, ho- at the home early Thursday. So Riverdale police said that they worked with the FBI, the U.S. Embassy in China, and Chinese officials to try to locate him in what they suspected to be cyber kidnapping. Perpetrators of this crime tend to target foreign exchange students and tell their victims to isolate themselves and make themselves appear to be held captive in an attempt to extort the victim's family for ransom. Victims comply out of fear that their family will, uh, their family will be harmed. That's it. So the victims will go off and put themselves in a tent because they, they think that their family is going to get harmed. The family thinks that they're going to get harmed and money is just exchanged in the meantime. It's almost over. Investigators learned Zhang had purchased camping equipment and attempted to go camping in Provo, about 75 miles south of Riverdale on December 20th. But local police were concerned for his safety and arranged transportation to return him to his host family. The victim did not disclose to police or his host parents at the time that cyber kidnappers were controlling him. Investigators believed that Zhang was now isolating himself at the direction of the cyber kidnappers in a tent in Brigham City, uh, City Canyon area around 27 miles north of Riverdale amid dangerously cold temperatures. The Weber County Sheriff's Office search and rescue drone team and Brigham City Police assisted in searching a large area along the Wasatch uh, Front in Brigham City for the teen. A Riverdale police detective who hiked the mountainside on foot came across the teen alive but very cold and scared inside of the tent in a wooded area on Sunday. The victim was relieved to see police. The victim had no heat source inside the tent, only a heat blanket a sleeping bag, limited food and water, and several phones that were presumed to be used to carry out the cyber kidnapping. First responders cleared the teen of any major medical concerns at the scene. The victim only wanted to speak to his family to ensure that they were safe and requested a warm cheeseburger, both of which were accomplished on the way back to Riverdale Police Department. The investigation is ongoing, and they wanted to... um, Riverdale police, they wanted to especially tell foreign exchange students that they have to be able to uh, watch out and trust police and this and my oh my, friends. Imagine that as my computers blink across. Here comes the second blink. There you go. Second blink. How nice. Imagine that, though. It's all being done through cell phones it's keeping people at bay. Obviously, these are the kinds of things that they're... I would have to imagine that all these exchanges are in crypto. So, you know, that will only go towards some kind of a cybersecurity bill that people are, are, are pushing one way or another. But I got to say, I, it, it made me think about this. I got an Epoch Times uh, article over here. Americans are being, it goes into what we were talking about not too long ago. Americans are being scammed in more complex ways than ever. And here are a couple of, uh, of the, the quotes up here. Your nephew is in jail. Your package is at customs. Your bank account was hacked. 
An iPhone was ordered in your name. Your mother is in the hospital. We've kidnapped your wife. Now, this goes into how scammers are costing victims of all ages, like billions of dollars, because in very heated emotional um, emotional situations, there are ransoms that are getting paid for, I don't know, for to, to return or to just to ensure the safety of people that you love. Now, you can say, I can't believe how people fall for this stuff, but in certain situations, I got to tell you, we were in a situation weeks ago. I've, I've been very, very hesitant to even talk about this. I'll talk about it in a limited sense. Uh, I think it was in late November, maybe early, earliest of December. We, I got a call at 4.45 in the morning. At 4.45 in the morning, if you get a phone call from anybody that is not spam then it, it's, a ba- it's a very bad thing. There is no situation that 4.45 in the morning call from anybody in your life is a good thing. All right? At 4.45 in the morning, I get a call. It says, Mom, sell. So I, 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 I get over to the call. I said, what the, what the fuck's going on here? First thing I'm thinking about is, you know, who's dead? What's going on? I pick up the phone. Actually, first, you know, I, I, I get woken up by the buzzing phone, and then I go, I see mom sell. I said, what the hell? So I try calling her back. As, I, as I'm calling her back, I, she's calling me. I pick up the phone, and I said, I said, ma? And I start hearing sobbing. I hear the woman sobbing. I hear a woman's voice sobbing. It's a sob I've heard my mother sob many times in my life when we've had people close to us die or anything that was going on. She just, I, I you know, just an emotional moment. I've heard, anyway, it's 4.45 in the morning. It's your mother. She calls you. You pick up the phone and you hear sobbing. And the first thing I'm thinking is what? What happened? I, I, I mean, I'm thinking about the people that she's about to tell me is uh, are, are dead or something uh, terrible happened or that it's a medical emergency. Frankie, I can't breathe or something. Just, you know, uh, you got to take me to the hospital. Something's not right. You don't know what the hell's going on. Nothing good happens at a 445 in the morning call. Nothing good. So before I can, I said, you know, I'm like, mom, what's the matter? How are you? The, The sobbing kind of fades away and in comes the voice of what sounds to me like a, uh, a, a black male. All right. A black male. Now, listen, we got your mother. We got your mother, and everything's going to be okay if you do exactly what we we say. Now, 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 this is it. It it, it goes from this is you know something terrible is going to happen to now you go to another direction. Because remember, this is all coming from your mother's cell phone number. All right, it is going to another direction. So now I'm up on my feet, and I'm I'm because you know I'm you know we're we're uh, we're in close proximity. I'm thinking to myself, all right, shotgun. I'm all going through all the checks here. All right, calm down. What's going on? He said something along the lines of, um, if you do what we say, I promise you, I promise you, I swear my children will be out of here and your mom's going to be all right, but you, but you, get, you, you got to get us some money because I need to get myself on a, I got to get myself on a, on a plane out of here. I got to go to Baton Rouge. Now, right there, somebody telling me where they're going to go when they get the money that they're about to tell you where to pay it right there. I'm like, okay, 
something's up. But still, but still, I'm thinking to myself, what the hell's that? You know, I, I need to check some boxes here. So I'm checking ring cams for my mom's place. I'm check, you know, but I haven't gotten it up yet. So there's a, I, I can't go into the details because I just don't want to, uh, I don't want to get too, too um, um, detail oriented on this. But it got to a point where I was, and it all happened within a span of six minutes where I'm contemplating shotguns. I'm contemplating, you know, Lauren, of course, she's woken up. She's starting to freak out. Frankie, what's going on? She, I can tell she's what. So I, I tell her eventually call my mother, you know, call my mother right now just to see if she picks up. So I'm st stalling over the course of this six minutes. All right, calm down. Listen, everything, you know, just, just let me talk to my mother. And he starts getting violent what I'm going to do to her, this and that, and uh, send me a Venmo right now, uh, send it on over, it's a $1,000 Venmo, start showing up, and then uh, around the time that this started happening, where the Venmos are showing up, um, that's when I got finally got the ring cam to load, I see that all the doors around all everybody's houses, because we all share each other's ring cams and stuff, uh, and no, no, nothing was breached, everything was fine, there's no notifications, nothing. All right. Then I hear Lauren behind me saying, Marianne, Marianne, are you okay? I know she has my mother on the phone. And then finally, that just gave me, you know, the, the, the little bit of uh, time to just completely decompress. And that's when I said, so where are you at? I just said, so, so where are you at? And that's when the, the, the call ended. Um, I reported the, the thing to Venmo, but nothing ever came of that. But still, that happened in a six-minute period of time. We went to go check on my mother at 4 o'clock in the morning. Um, just wanted to make sure everything was all right. It came at a crazy time at night. It pulls you out of a fucking dream state. You see your mother's phone number popping up on your phone. You hear sobbing that you've heard. As a, and there, there are other things that, I, 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 like I said, I don't want to talk about because it's just the details of it. I don't want to just put it out there, but there are other things that gave me pause within the seven minutes of time that all this was going on and wanted to just take extra precautions to check off boxes and make sure that everything was all right. You know, that, that this, this wasn't real, that my mother actually wasn't in danger because that's that's priority number one. She, that's That's priority number one, obviously. So let me tell you, I've had experiences with my grandmother when she was alive, um, sending little $25 checks to those mailers that come in that say that, hey, if you send $25, it'll unlock this $50,000 loan or whatever, or the, the, the money that's been frozen on me and I'll split it with you. And, you know, I, I've, I've had that in my life where uh, a grandparent will be sending physical small checks to people who are scamming them. I've had it where I've had, uh, you know, the younger generations, not older than me, but still younger than my grandparents, so somewhere in between, um, th thinks that uh, that that a uh, a cast member from one of the CSI, the CSI uh, the television shows, was texting them on on Facebook, reaching out, becoming friendly, and then of course asking to donate two hundred dollars to a cause that they're raising money for. I'm like. So and so, what are you what are you talking about? You actually think a you think this person is 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 messaging you? 
And you think they need $200 from you? They're on television. You, you just don't understand the, the gullibility sometimes. And I think it's mostly out of the goodness of some people's hearts where they, they just want to believe that there's something exciting could happen to them. Um, and that they just want to believe that, that, that people really aren't that fucking sick and vicious. Because sometimes there's not a, a, um, a monetary reason for this stuff. I was put in a position where if, uh, if, if, you know, with a click of the button, a thousand dollars here and there would have been gone that night. If I wasn't trying to keep myself in a main, maintain some kind of a level head in this rush of pre-dawn adrenaline you know so but i but but there are other things there are other things are there scams out there that are not monetary at all which are the weirdest ones we got catfished years ago with our other shows that i was in new york um in ways that were really it, it went on for years went on for years an audience member that became very near and dear to everybody out there a character in the audience who would call in for years and all that and she was a young girl who supposedly had cancer brought us through the entire thing an orphan had cancer brought us through the entire thing uh killed herself off and everything found out for for three or four years it was all bullshit oh man that was a creepy one that was a creepy one and again for no money it was purely an emotional play. It was for the for the lulls, if you know what I'm talking about. But this happened to me just a couple of weeks ago, and it was messed up. It was messed up, and I I know that you put somebody else in that position, because even I was strung out a little bit, strung out a little bit. You know, you're grasping onto things, little anomalous things that are going on. Okay, calm yourself down, focus on one thing after another, and get through this. But uh, I, 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 I would never laugh or scoff at anybody who feels compelled to act and give money and just to be able to buy the assurance that everything is okay with somebody who has that that you love that is in some sort of a precarious position. I'll tell you, I mean, it, um, you may shake your head, like, how can you fall for that? But when you're it, they are getting very psychological with this, very, very psychological with this, with the timing, with the script and everything. And like I said, there's more detail I couldn't give you that really gave me pause in the middle of it all. So, um, yeah, I know. Anyway, that's uh, that's what I wanted to bring up. So cyber kidnapping, this and that. I don't know if you have anything you want to talk about on that end, but uh, that's my little a little abridged story. And I will be back. Um, I'll be back with you in just a second. We're going to take a break, and the phone lines will be open. Nine one four two zero 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 two six nine. Call in. I was overweight and looked terrible, but AIDS helped me lose forty six pounds. The AIDS diet plan helped me lose 28 pounds. AIDS helps control your appetite so you lose weight, yet AIDS lets you taste, chew, and enjoy. And the appetite suppressant in AIDS is not a stimulant. AIDS helped me to lose 18 pounds, and it doesn't contain anything to make me nervous. Question, why take diet pills when you can enjoy AIDS? AIDS helps you lose weight without making you jittery. Hey, if you guys ain't never tried coffee before, 
I would recommend it. You know why? Because this stuff is straight up busting. And yeah, I said busting. You know why? Well, because I'm young. And I'm a guy. And a youth. And I'm going to drink it right now. And if you ain't never had it before, go and go to the store and get some coffee. I wasn't just crying either. So don't say I was. Because I wasn't. message board go to quite frankly.tv and enter the forum engage with official show topic threads or start your own thread get signed up it's that easy and it's not reddit so don't sweat it for the forum and then so much more it's quite frankly.tv yeehaw if bill gates gets a 44 magnum on air shoves it in his mouth and blows his brains out the back of his head the next day, after it's confirmed he's dead, I will blow my brains out on air. And speaking of, speaking of the, um, The uh, Quite Frankly Forum, for those of you who are doing book clubs starting on Monday, I have the official first thread, the session of the first thread for uh, the first session of uh, Lucifer's Hammer. It is up on the forum. It's pinned to the top. Go and get in there and just leave your thoughts. We're not only going to be reading through everything that you put in the thread, but we're also going to be taking your calls. I try to keep those sessions to no longer than an hour, a nice tight hour. And uh, but since I don't have a co-host, it may be a little bit less, maybe 45 minutes. I don't know. But the best thing is that aside from my own little uh, highlights and thoughts on whatever sections we're reading, now I'm going to dabble with taking your calls and have a little bit more of a roundtable uh, atmosphere and um, and see and how, how that integrates. Other than that, we're, we have great co-hosts lined up for March and for June and for August, and I'm working on a book, a pick for October of 2024. We're going to not only, according to what happened yesterday, we're going to have a book that is picked out for the purpose of John Ward and I doing a joint book club right then. Which should be really interesting because it's going to see, you know, what we pick for that last month leading up to the election is going to be very, very interesting. I can't wait to see what we come up with. Uh, let's take a call. Uh, 602, you are on the air. Hold on one second. Let me get over right now. How are you, 602? I'm all right, Frank. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Good to have you. I got a weird phone call a couple weeks ago. They must be giving our number to illegals because this guy calls me up and he says, you know, in a Mexican voice type, oh, senor, we talked to you last week about staying at your house. And I was like, no, no one talked to me about staying at my house. Sorry, adios, senor. So I don't know what the heck S that's all about. Staying at, staying at your house? 
Yeah. They said, oh, we talked to you last week and, you know, about staying at your house. I'm like, I talked to nobody about staying at my house. No one stays at my house. Okay. So you're not, you, it's not that you have like a two family home. You don't rent or anything like that. It's a one family house no. or an apartment. No, just three bedroom ranch. Jeez. Just me and the cats, you know? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Only two. No. But yeah, that was a that was a freaky thing a couple weeks ago. But then I was going to share a story with you about what happened to my mom. She's been passed away now for a long time, and uh, she had we eventually found out she had dementia. Mm. And she had told me about some guy that was her boyfriend from Jamaica, and I was like, "Oh, really?" I says, "Do you go on dates? Does it take you any?" Oh no, we just talk on the phone. And I, I was at her house one day, and this guy calls up. And um, I, he asked for my mom. I says, well, who's this? And he said his name was Craig, and he sounded, you know, Jamaican. And I'm like, well, what do you want with my mom? He goes, oh, I need to talk to her. I need to talk to her. And I just, uh, I basically said, well, she's not available. Well, later on, we start finding out that uh, my mom wasn't paying her taxes or house payment on the house. And she had all these Western Union receipts sending money to this guy. And then we also found out that wow. the Michigan State Police were investigating my mom for being a mule. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, apparently they were sending her packages to deliver to a local area, you know, whatever. What, wait, 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 wait. What, was, she pa- was she passing packages along for on behalf of this guy? Unbe- apparently, because uh, that's what the Michigan State Police said. We had to get an attorney, a friend of ours that's an attorney, and, oh. you know, Basically, uh, you know, that's next level. That's next level stuff right there. That Steve, that's, that is some next level stuff right there. It's one thing to have an elderly family member, uh, scammed in some way, especially if there is a, a little hint of romance or somebody's, you know, interested in you in some way. It's another thing to, um, to be physically recruited to pass, um, materials off to somebody to become a middleman and actually be a, made into a mule. Yeah, and I mean the Michigan State Police they were going to arrest her. Do you know what it was? Was she was she being I tricked into passing idea. drugs along? They closed anything to us. But I know that we had to get our friend Dave, a family uh, friend that's an attorney and he uh, took care of things. My gosh. Can you imagine if she was your mother was being was had been coaxed into passing methamphetamine along to people and stuff like that. Like she was actually delivering drugs and shit. It very well could be because I mean, like I say, they were ready to arrest her. Wow. My, I mean, well, thank you for calling in. Um, and 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 again, uh, these are more practical effects. You know, you're talking about getting on the phone, a real person, forming a, a manipulative relationship, but still it's a real relationship one uh, any way you slice it. Uh, the fact that all this stuff right now is being simulated through artificial means uh, is is crazy because then you can just do it to so many more people simultaneously. Um, but, the, but thank you for the call, Steve. All right. We'll talk to you soon, Frank. Wow. That's, uh, that's something else right there. That's something else. Uh, 914-200-0269, give me a call. I mean, we're, we've, we're talking about a lot of things. We started off with Miami. Then we talked a little bit about um, about Cat Williams and Shannon Sharp, which I think is still a uh, a really awesome point there. 
especially about lining up against a a bigger team, a well-resourced team, but still just not surrendering your integrity and 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 getting crafty with with the way that we play the game. There's so much more there though, and um, and much more coming over the weekend. Now I uh, I'll take a few more minutes of calls. I may just get off early tonight, but one way or another, around nine o'clock. Or actually, right after we end, whenever the hell it is, we're going to start off. Uh, we got the, the the Cat Williams thing that we're going to be putting up, and then we're also going to be doing a little bit of a uh, a kid notorious marathon afterwards. So I hope you enjoy that. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, I'm on the air. Yes, yes. Who's this? Oh, oh, hi, um, Susie. Hello, Susie. Susie from from St. Louis. Hey. Hey, what's up? No, no, nothing much. Um, oh, okay. You're just doing a show. <laughs> yeah, that's what um, said. I'm just sitting hey, here. I just have some information for you. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning, you were you were talking about the the um, you had that video on, and it was a Trump. The what was it? The uh, was that video you had earlier on today? It was. It was, like a, uh, it, it was a, a a video uh, of uh, it was an altered video of the old Paul Harvey. Um, oh right, right, right. The Paul yeah, Harvey. Yeah. Yes. Um, that I don't know if you noticed at the beginning, but it it was uh, Dilly. I, it was a Dilly video. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I, I was thinking about it, whether or not it was Dilly's meme team that put it together because it is. Yeah, yeah. Because if yeah, yeah. Because at the beginning it said Dilly meme team. Oh, okay. I didn't see. It was written. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, well, I mean, so that's the thing. He's friends with Dilly. It's funny. I mean, I, I, I Dilly believes in in Donald Trump one hundred percent. I mean, there is nothing but loyalty um, to uh, to his presidency and uh, and his candidacy. So I hundred percent know that he believes that uh, you know he, he's having fun with it. As far as the how how far he goes with believing in the the biblical aspect of it i think he knows the the art of razzle dazzle and uh, he's yeah, just he's pl- yeah. he's playing playing that up no now you confirming that that was dilly then yeah we know but um yeah, yeah that's all well that's great well thank you so much Susie. hey no worries i didn't see the beginning of that thank you Susie, for for bringing that up it makes it a lot more it makes a lot more sense you know it's just that it's that god emperor um trope you know the, the that that gave all the idiots at um at Rolling Stone and and Mother Jones a reason to say wow they really are cultists but we all knew what the hell the god emperor stuff was about that was for the lulls 973 you're on the Thank air you. who's this hello hello crazy boy hello who's this this is Karina how are you doing oh Karina it's so good to hear your voice what are you doing tonight what I'm doing tonight right now is watching you, admiring what you put out there. I love your show. Um, my fiance, Frankie Fawcett, you know him. Um, he put me on to you. I just want to ask you, because we're both trying to figure out, what does your shirt say? Oh, this is a, uh, this is from the, it's a, it's a shirt, the, the, the movie, The Warriors. Um, you ever see The Warriors? Yes, the Warriors. Yeah, there you go. So they're New York City, 1979. Frank, you said, now take off your pants. Yeah, take off the pants. I know. I know. I'm a little bit too comfortable. We're still waiting for that, for that, uh, quite frankly. Now take off your pants at the end of intermission. 
You know, for, first of all, tell Frank, uh, tell Frankie uh, that I, um, it's just very cold over here this time of year. So I, as long as I have a nice pair of sweatpants on, I, 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 I do better that way. I'll, I'll wear the shorts during the summer, but right now it's very hard to go pantsless in this room. That's awesome. We're, well, we're from Jersey, so I feel you that we're going to get this whole snowstorm this weekend, too. Do you think that that's happening? Uh, I mean, what, what is I don't know. It's crazy because where we are in Westchester, every time there is a snowstorm, if you go a couple of miles north of us, if you go into just like Putnam County, uh, they usually get buried in stuff. I feel like we are in this very damp, warm uh, armpit of New York State that we just don't get any snow anymore. But if you go up to Buffalo, I mean, they're they're still measuring their snowfalls in feet. So uh, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Do you guys still get substantial uh, snow, or are you in the position we, we are in? We do. Right now, where, where we live is in Franklin, New Jersey, so we're up by the mountains right next to Vernon. Mm-hmm. I don't believe the news. I don't believe anything that they say, oh, there's a snowstorm, and it's like, <laughs> nothing really happened so i just you know i feel the cold but uh, just make sure you have the bread and milk yeah oh i know gotta get the bread gotta get the bread and milk i get the bread i should try to get um but one thing one thing i did wanted to talk to you yeah. about and you nailed it in the beginning of the show um about this miami bayside um riot that happened with the teens and the sticks yeah I believe that this is just a distraction from what's going on in in the re- what's in reality. What's going on with Epstein and Biden and all the you know the the Satan. Well, I mean, see, here here's here's another one of those situations where you can say, "Oh, we can play the, the distraction game." What is a distraction from what? Uh, this made this made a little bit of. Um, you know, it trended a little bit on on the internet, but it wasn't really a big a big thing. Um, it 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 really didn't take away. Far more people were paying attention to Epstein over the last couple of days uh, than this than this Miami story. It's still very weird that so many of those police would be dispatched to the same location at the same time. It, it looked it looked just yeah, they're saying that there's aliens they saw aliens i think there's aliens from peru right but that's what i'm saying so aliens were or aliens or some kind of demonic entity was spotted at this shopping mall in miami and they sent all of their local cops to get it they didn't call you know a higher military paramilitary authority it just looked so silly the response was so overwhelming that's why i i, I mean that in itself is is strange but I mean, I, I, the, the whole talk of Nephilim was was odd, but I don't know. It, it didn't distract me too much. It just seemed like a a strange little thing to have happened on the fourth day or fifth day of the year. Mm-hmm. It happened on the first, the first day, uh, on the first. I'm like, wait, what? Well, oh, was it? It wasn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. They did say that. This was a couple of days ago. It wasn't reported on. Yeah, around uh, around January 1st. So, yeah, okay, so kicking it off in style. Well, listen, all the best to you, Karina and Frankie. I hope you guys have a really cozy weekend. Likewise. Thank you so much, and we're, we love, love, love your show. Thank you. I, I and hope you also, Frankie said to check your email. Check my email. I will do that. And I, and I hope that the show only gets more and more enjoyable for you. I'm working my ass off to make it so. I really am. I really, really am. Thinking of new guests, new things to do.
and uh, and and yes, so all the best to you guys. Nine one four two zero 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 two six nine. Um, we'll take a couple more calls, or not, because I'm just starting to. I feel like I'm coming in for a landing. I want to go on Instagram and make Joe Joe Biden comments. Oh, look. My lava lamp just started flowing over here. There you go. There you go. The pink one is just they just broke loose. Those globules of of uh, red wax are starting to circulate a little bit and uh, and just in time for me to end the show. So, if I'm going to time this now where it is 8:45 p.m. and this pink one is just starting to move and shake a little bit and I put this on at 3 p.m. that is five hours and 46 minutes until we get some moving and shaking five hours and 46 minutes I've got to uh, go backwards from 7 o'clock so uh, it looks like around 1.15 somewhere around there am I right Somewhere around there, around 1.15, 1.25 p.m., maybe this will start moving and shaking by 7.15, although the blue is still holding out. Look at you. Look at that. Anyway, let's take another call. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Go ahead. Oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> is it, this isn't Frank, is it? Yes, it is. Who's this? Is it? Yes. It doesn't sound like you. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint. Is it really you? Okay. Who 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 was on your show that was over a hundred years old? Oh well, that uh, that's uh, Lorraine. Yes. Well, this is Tulane. Uh, yeah. Lorraine's, um, yes. Yeah. No, I see. I see you. Got your coffee. She oh. has your coffee. And she wants to do a little quite frankly plug. Oh. And we're, yes, yes. And so we're like thinking, okay, quite frankly, at over 100 years old, I've never had a better cup of coffee. Oh, man. However you want to do it, make sure that it's just very crisp audio. She's got to be sitting on her front porch when she does it, though. Oh, yeah, with the pillow. Yes. It's and, and the bag of coffee, and she loves your coffee, by the way. Oh, see, I'm I'm happy about that. You know, I had a I had a friend of mine get in touch with me over the weekend. My buddy Mike, who's actually going to be here with me tomorrow, helping me set up all the new technology. He texted me un- completely unsolicited over the weekend. He said, "Oh, by the way, because I gave everybody a bag of coffee as a part of their Christmas presents." He said, "By the way, whatever you do, do not change this blend. I'm not a coffee drinker, but we love it over here, and I'm I'm buying some more." I said, I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. So I told I told Paige at the coffee place, I said, listen, maybe we can come up with some special edition bags for, for one thing or another, but we have got to keep the Elevation Blend completely preserved. Yeah. It's got to be preserved. Don't change it. No, we won't. Yeah, because, because Lorraine said last night, I've only always had one cup of coffee. Now I'm drinking too. Oh, oh my God! That's got to do a quite frankly coffee thing. That's that is such a great commercial. Oh God bless her. That's such a great commercial. So, so she's still kind of rehabbing. She hasn't, you know, she and she's got to get a friend to be able to videotape her. But 
She's on the phone back there with Wes right now, talking away. I mean, over a hundred years old, and she is just chipper as all get out. I I love it. I love it. But but she's home. She is home now, Great. and we're just trying to get somebody to videotape her with her with her um, bag of quite frankly coffee. And talking about being over a hundred years old and never had a better cup. Well, listen, you—you—that's all totally up to you. You guys, uh, let her help uh, write the uh, write the script for it. It sounds like she's coming up with the words just fine. But I'm just happy to hear that oh, she's yeah. home and she's rehabbing and everybody's doing well. Yes, yes, and she also is trying to figure out how to support you. She wants to support you. And all that. So anyway, well, we just love you, Frank. Thank God you. God bless you. God bless you too. I love you too, and happy and happy New Year to you all over there, especially that Lorraine. What a firecracker! Uh, the best way she can support me is uh, just hey, a, a video endorsement of the coffee would be great. Lorraine on Lorraine's porch. I mean, th- th- that's that's the coffee. That's the coffee house. We actually have the Lorraine on Lorraine's porch drinking quite frankly coffee and having a good time coming up with some nice words and she that's that's how she can support me that'll go a long way don't worry about anything else all right uh all right i like it let me see here one second just want to see yes keep the coffee the same says cajun lady on the gilded don't worry don't worry I would be a fool to change it at this point. The lava lamps just started moving, said Nikki a couple of minutes ago, two minutes ago. Yep, I know. Still no movement out of the the blue lava lamp, though. The blue lava lamp looks like one of those alien bodies that is uh, that is uh, you know preserved in a, a gigantic formaldehyde tank in Area Fifty One that we see in all the movies. You know what I mean? It's just it's just standing there. It's actually kind of spooky. Very, very spooky stuff, a lava lamp when it has not moved yet. So I'm waiting for the uh, spark of life to, you know, to wake up. I don't know. Wake up the spark. Spark it. Blah, blah, blah. All right. That's all I have for you tonight. It's really been a great show. i really been a great week. And uh, I want to hear more. Anything that you guys have for me on this front, on any of the kid, the stuff that we've done tonight, the kidnappings and uh, the cyber kidnappings and the scams and, and Cat Williams, which is going to be going live right after this, okay? Uh, I have uh, I have our, our team ready to go, and uh, don't go anywhere, because if you're watching this live right now, then you're right in the right spot. Everything's going to be set up for you. We've got this two-hour and 45-minute uh, show that is, you know, people all over the Internet are watching it right now. It's just a really interesting conversation between two guys. Very well done uh, interview. Uh, very fascinating interviewee. And, uh, and yeah, then after that, I got some adult cartoons ready for you. Nothing like, you know, like adult cartoon. But it's, you know, one of those Comedy Central a little bit more on the the South Park adulty cartoon kind of shit. We <laughs> got the uh, Kid Notorious, the Robert Evans series that was very short lived, but I liked it. All right, that's it. Have a good night and thank you all so much. Let me make sure I didn't miss anything. Thank you, Stostube, for the last minute tip. And to Cave Toad said, uh, "Tell everyone when answering the strange call, never ever say yes verbally. It'll be recorded and played back." To confirm on something else to be you. 
Hmm. But you see, that's the whole thing. When answering a strange call, never ever say yes verbally. I, uh, you're not. Th- those are the little things where you have to be so in control that you're thinking about things like that. You know, who knows? There's definitely a recording of it somewhere, which is scary enough. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Be good and take care. I'll catch you on the flip side. Quite frankly, is filmed before a live studio audience, and now our super chatters, chatters, starting with Shotzi and Stostube. And to all of our wonderful gold pillars, I'm releasing the scratching right now. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Be on the lookout for any kind of bonus streams and things like that, especially over here from the uh, from the studio tomorrow, as we got a lot going on, and we'll be sharing time with you all. So good night. Have a good one, and uh, stick around for After Hours Programming. no more because I done figured it out. All of the government is pimps. They all pimps because pimps say shit to you and then don't explain it. That's how our government do it. A pimp will have a woman in the car and be like, get out there and suck some dick. We're going to take over all of Stone Mountain. <laughs> she don't ask no questions. She just, I don't know how it's going to work, but I'm going to do my motherfucking part. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. That's how the fuck our government treat us. Just tell us shit don't make no sense. What the fuck are we still doing in Iraq? Can somebody tell me and we killed everybody? That's why I love America. We some goddamn bullies. We don't give a shit. We be on CNN like, say our name, bitch. Say it. Say it three times. And see if we don't come over there and kill everybody. You don't believe we gangsters? Tell me what the Iraqi uniform look like. Don't worry, I'll wait. Cause you ain't never seen that motherfucker. We ain't killing they army, nigga. We killing them. We over there killing niggas in sweatpants, tank tops, flip flops, and a cowboy hat. You shouldn't have been talking shit. Our government pimps, they get on the news, they act like we ain't even over there killing real people. They don't never get on the news and say today we killed four men, three women, and two children. They use a word niggas can't readily identify. Today we killed a group of insurgents. Niggas be at the house like, I don't even know no motherfucking insurgents. <laughs> you can kill all them motherfuckers. I don't have not one insurgent friend. <laughs> we to help you notice shit like that, but you gotta be careful with this super strong weed because you can't do everything you regularly do. It's easy to get high. It is not easy to get unhigh when your baby walk in the room. <laughs> now you in the house cleaning up shit that don't need to be cleaned. You... Your baby be like, I don't even want nothing no more. Every time it smell like pine cones in here, daddy be tripping. You gotta be careful. If you got kids, you gonna have to cut down on your weed consumption. I don't give a fuck what you say. It's cool to get high. It is not cool to get high and eat up all your baby's cereal. That shit is not cool. 
you wake up your baby already in the kitchen crying, just, <sighs> Thank God you woke up, Daddy. You remember you would put the Coco Pups on top of the refrigerator, and now they not even up there. Now you so embarrassed, you gotta play it off with the nigga. You Nigga, that damn show ain't up here. <laughs> that motherfucking insurgents done come in our house and stuff. <laughs>